Hey friends, this is Deja, and we will be talking about the insecure friend today, the intimidated friend today. All right, so pretty much, I really wanted to talk about the friend who, you know, might not be doing so well in their life, the friend where you always want to invite them out, but they never want to go out for whatever reason, they're always making up an excuse um the friend that pretty much is like you know i see you're doing well can you help me out and they're constantly asking for your help or the friend that just really does not want to talk to you because they feel like you know she's doing so much better than me he's doing so much better than me i can't even talk to them until i get myself together so first first i want to talk about just why do you think your friend will be intimidated by you. I don't think any real friend is intimidated by their friend. That's just okay. me. Because I love so hard and I feel like your success is important to the growth for our friendship. If you, okay. if you feel successful and you, or if you have a goal that you want to reach, I would be less than a friend to either not help you reach that goal or to not cheer you on once it finally arrives. That's just how I feel. Um, I don't, I don't think that there's upper or lower levels when it comes to a friendship. I don't think somebody is way up in the air and the other person is down on the ground. Mm-hmm. I personally think that you can't have the best intentions with someone who is your friend and you can also notice their accomplishments, but in noticing their accomplishments, if you are not where you want to be in life, but you're looking at your friend like, oh, well, they have their own house, their own car. Well, they date like all the stars or athletes or they just have like this big savings where they can go take trips and go shopping every weekend. And I can barely hold on to my money for a week or I can barely pay my bills or I can barely, you know, afford to get nice clothes on a daily. But we all go through that. That's not exclusive to one person or one group of, we all go through that. When I moved, when yeah. I moved, I went through a period where I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I was on a budget, and if I spent one dollar over, I was gonna suffer for the whole month. So it's like the struggle is not beneath anyone. We all struggle. So yeah. you know, and then. I think- Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think it's in the way that we portray the struggle. For some people, they have a very hard time asking for help. They have a hard time just saying, you know, can you you tell me what you did to get out of this or anything like that? Some people are embarrassed by their situation. Some people don't know how to open up their mouths and talk about what's going on. And so when they see someone who's doing better than them, even though that's their friend, they can't help but to feel away because they're like, damn, 
I, I'm not there or I'm not on the same level that as That sounds friend. like jealousy to me. I'm sorry. What'd you say? That sounds like jealousy to me because, but just hear, just hear me out. I have never wanted anything that my friends have. Mm-hmm. I don't care who their partner is, what car they drive, what's for you is for you. Right. And so I feel like if you have a friend who's financially able, it's no secret that maybe your other friend is a little broke or, you know, might be going through a hard time or something financially. Mm -hmm. The type of friend I am, if I want to see you that bad, I'll pay for it. Hey, let's just go to dinner. You know, you've been working real hard in school, working real hard at work, trying mm-hmm. to get your promotion, trying to get whatever, trying to get something, some accolade. You know, let me treat you to dinner. And you still don't show up to me. That's you don't want to be friends. What What are you doing? No. What are you doing? You can't take an hour out of your day and eat. You have to eat. You have to drink. You have to do something. You, your mm-hmm. mind has to rest. The mind has to rest. You can't be busy running around all the time. That's just not humanly possible. You burn out. So, so for me, if I if I want to hang out with my friend that bad, I'll come to get you. I'll pay for the Uber. I'm paying for dinner, whatever, because I miss you. I want your company. And so to me, it's like, if you keep denying me your company as my friend, to me, you just don't want to hang out or there's some sort of shift in the universe mm-hmm. that's causing us not to be together because there's only so many excuses until exactly. until I just, I'm like, okay, you don't want to talk to me. You don't want to see me. Something is going on because mm-hmm. I communicate way too much and I post too much on social media I DM my friends too much to not be aware of what's going on now that doesn't mean I have to know 100% of everything because that's intrusive but if there's something going on where you're like hey you know I got, I'm got, i working on me I can't be with you right now because I need me right. I understand that but if you just don't say anything and then it's like you are with other people so why aren't you hanging out with me I don't, yeah. At that point, I don't consider that intimidation. I feel like you're you're picking sides. You have your friend that that you can kick it with and cut up with. Well, I'm your friend, so why can't you do that with me too? Or at least why don't you invite me? Now, if you invite me to something, it's different. If I'm just like I'm just not gonna come, it's not my thing. Right. Well, thank you for the invite. That's the kind of friend I am. Go ahead and invite me so I can decline. <laughs> send me a send me a card so I can say I got the card and then I decline to come. <laughs> but at least I know you cared enough to invite me. You know what I'm right. saying? So I, I think there's a there's a disconnect there. I think so. And I think that just comes with like the maturity level of friends, you know? Some people, they aren't able to communicate with their friends when they're going through something. And so they completely shut down. And then their friend is like, okay, well, where did you go for like three weeks, four months, half a year? And then for other people, they're like, you know what? No matter what's going on, I'm going to talk to my friend and we're going to get through this together. Now, do you think by being that accessible to your friend 
that they can use you as a crutch, that they can take advantage of that? Or do you think like if that's your friend, they genuinely are looking to you for help and you you wouldn't fell away even if it took your friend a little bit longer to get through their situation? I think it's both, but it depends on how long we go without speaking because I'm not like a jealous friend. I don't want people to hear this and be like, Kiara is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like for me, if you go... I'll say if you go longer than three months without talking to me, we're not friends. Okay. That's just how I feel because it takes maybe half an ounce of strength to turn your phone on. You know, there's there's no reason. There's no reason you can't just be like, hey girl, I'm just checking in. I was thinking about you, whatever. That's cool. I have a coworker who does that. My work mom does that. I don't always feel like talking to her, but every single morning at work, every single morning, she don't miss a beat. She comes to my desk, give me my good morning hug. I go to her desk, give her a good morning hug. And that's it. I don't have to talk to her for the whole day. But if I don't come over there and talk to her, she sends me a text like, hey, work daughter, I didn't see you today. Or how come you didn't come say hey or make a little a smart comment or something this morning? What's going on? You know, it's like, it takes two seconds. It takes yeah. two seconds to be thoughtful. Yeah. So, no, you don't go, you go longer than three months without talking to me. We're not friends. Okay. Now, what, kind of going back to the insecure, what do you think of when you and your friend, y'all, have pretty much ran your course. You know, you have been that friend that has been there. You've always been available to them and then they just completely shut you out. And when you say, you know, I'm taking some time for me or I'm going to focus on me, I'm off you right now. They kind of get upset. They kind of get in their feelings and they're like, you know what? You aren't my friend anyway. I'm cool on you. I don't need you. I feel like if a relationship has run its course, that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. I I would appreciate somebody coming to me and saying, Kira, you know, you my girl, whatever, we in different places. I can't do it. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to go to the club and go twerking no more because I have a boyfriend now and I'm serious about. I got a girlfriend I'm serious about. Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to go and do this because... I'm just not in that place. I'm focused on work. I'm focused on school. I'm trying to get a house. I'm trying to save money for whatever. I'm just trying to do more. Right. You know, I don't I don't want to do vacations sporadically anymore. Whatever. Tell me that. But don't sit up and get see, that's the thing when you don't communicate. Because okay, if you're if I just go on and I'm living my life and you're and because you're not speaking to me and I'm not speaking to you and I'm going on, I'm doing me. And then it's like, don't hit me up a year or two later because then I'm going to look at you funny. Yeah. You know, that's just, I don't like funny acting behavior. Whether it's from my partner, my, my employer, whoever. I don't like that fake ass behavior. I can't do it. I don't do it. So, yeah. you know, just tell me, hey, I can't, whatever. 
or you have sometimes you have people that are like, girl, yeah, I'll do it, I'll come along, but don't take pictures. Don't post the video. If you do it, then just don't tag me in it. What's the point in going? Or the person who never actually wants to take photos with you or really show that you guys are friends. I've never experienced that, but if let me put the okay, hold it. If if I don't care who the hell you are, you can have a secret security clearance, top secret working for NASA. You gonna take this selfie with me, or you're yeah. not gonna be around. Period. Because what are you hiding? People who do stuff like that, they either run it from the law or they run it from their spouse. Now that's just it is what it is. This is a social world. So if you're not on social media, I'm not saying you have to be on all of them, but we all have some sort of social media platform. I don't care if you have LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a social media platform. Don't play with me. You can have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I don't care what it is. TikTok, Triller, whatever it is. Why don't you want to post? Why do you have it if you don't want to post? Right. If that's the case, you need to call me on a toaster oven or a brick. Oh my gosh. We gonna send smoke signals? Period. Send some pigeons with some notes. Just like the Amish do, big facts. Because there's no hey, way. Hey, shout out to the Amish for showing up for Black Lives Matter, though. Amen. But it's like you know, don't do that to me. Yeah. Don't do that to anyone. I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with taking a picture, and you don't want me to tag you in it if it's just casual. But it's like, what is the issue where every time we go, we go to Miami, we go to Denver. We go to LA, we go to Seattle, we go to New York, we go to across the street and get a crawfish. You don't want to take a picture. I feel like at that point, it's going to be seen with you and that's disrespectful in itself because that shows the value that you have for the friendship. I agree. That's with relationship, that's with a friendship, that's with anybody. If someone I agree. is willing to always come up with an excuse as to why they don't want to be seen with you or why they just feel the way that they do, there's a reason for that. And you have to look at that reason. And especially when it comes to relationships and guys are like, well, don't post me on social media. I don't do all of that. But you constantly hear that phone going off. That means they don't want anyone to know that they are with you. Or it's the trap phone. Hiding whatever it is that they're hiding. They want to do whatever. Hide, hide the trap. <laughs> yeah. So, hide the trap, girl. girl oh, Lord. Like, thank God for growth. Situations. Thank God for growth. That's all I'm going to say about that, okay? Yeah. Oh. Was there anything else you wanted to say on Intimidated Friends? I want to talk about the intimidating relationship. Let's talk about intimidating relationships because, you know, okay, so when I was going to get married, I dealt with the other person being very intimidated. Intimidated by me going to school, wanting to buy a house, wanting to make a certain salary, Okay. And 
we would get into arguments about that. Like, how can you argue with me about what I feel my worth is? Can't nobody tell you your worth. Amen. I work too hard. You don't sit up and tell me how big my bag should be. Who are you? Right. Spouse or not. So it's like, you know, we used to get into arguments about that because it's okay. like, oh, you spend too much money. You just, you know, you, you do too much. Why do you need to post when a job is offering this amount or that amount? First of all, let me explain something. I'm not posting for you. And I think that's that's something that people don't understand. We don't post on social media for other people like that. We post for us, for our own memories, for for a time in our life where we accomplished something. If I post my graduation, I posted it because I'm proud of my damn self. You just happen to put a like on the picture. That's just what it is. Now, if you're an influencer, that's different. If you're an influencer, you're paid to post for other people because you're literally, your job is to influence other people. That's not what, that's not what I was having going on. It's like, okay, you know, when people ask me questions about cybersecurity, especially black people, we don't have enough ethnic people in cybersecurity, period. Well, actually, we don't have enough people at all because the field is so big and there are so many businesses. Uh, the field cannot keep up. So when I meet someone and they're like, what is an ethical hacker? How much do how much does one make during that? You know, how do I get into that? If yeah. I'm posting for other black men and black women, you can make $80,000 straight out of college. Isn't that, you know, I take it as inspiring. That's inspiring to me that you mean to tell me I can go into my first job and demand $80,000 just because I'm good with technology? A doctor, everybody know doctors get bags. Doctors, nurses, anesthesiologists everybody know they get money so if they post their job with the descriptions and they get a call back saying you know we want you to move forward with the interview process what's the problem with posting that but the person that I was with just took it as that no that's bragging you know somebody could rob you or somebody could do something to you expecting to get some money well you take that risk when you leave the house yeah. You take that risk when you walk inside of a bank or pull up to the ATM, the credit union, whatever. You that there's certain risks that are inevitable. And to me, I'm not willing to risk the salary that I make to make my spouse feel better about themselves. I don't that's on you if you don't make no money. Yeah. You know, me and my mom bump heads about that all the time because I tell her that I believe being being poor is a choice. So it's like sometimes she'll be like, I agree with you because you don't have to uh, not go to college. You also don't have to indent yourself to go to college. You can work your way up. And it's like other times she's like, no, I don't believe being poor is a choice. It's just like a homeless person. You know, you choose to be homeless. You're fine. Homeless people are financially free. They don't have a mortgage. They ain't paying taxes whatever they don't have a card note they just walking around with the clothes on their back and the money in their pocket yeah so i mean we choose to buy cars we choose where we want to live we choose the schools that we go to everything in this life is a choice 
So if I have the, the, the choice to say to a job, especially as a black woman, black people in general don't, don't get their fair pay. So if I can walk into a job as a black woman and say, no, I want $150,000 because I have 10 years experience and I graduated top of my class. I have X, Y, and Z, and this is what your company is looking for. So pay me. What's the problem yeah. with that? Why are you intimidated by that? I think in relationships, when someone makes more money than you, that's intimidating because it's like they, you can, you can honestly see firsthand that they can afford a better life than you. They can afford better than you, really. And so I think that's a conversation that needs to be had. As you said before, communication is key. And that's with anything. That's with a job. That's with a friendship. That's with a relationship. Communication is key. I personally feel as if whatever my job is and however much money I make up of it, that's my business. But when we come together, I can choose how much of that I want to disclose with you. I agree with that, but I feel like, well, that's why we didn't get married, long story short, because it was just way too much going on with our communication that I found to be way too disrespectful. If you make $70,000 a year, you can, you're doing very well with $70,000 a year. You're not, you're not living paycheck to paycheck. You know what I mean? You have a nice salary. You take care of yourself and a child whatever but it's like if we're both making 70 and above you should be happy we have a six-figure household a black six-figure household do you know how many people don't have that have never seen that yeah and it's making you uncomfortable because you're not the breadwinner that's a problem for me because what difference does it make who makes the most money why are you intimidated by that is the money is coming to the same house it's very all gonna true. spend the same way. Very, very, very. You know, it's like I want to have my one of my male friends come on here. I need to have him do this very soon, where we talk about gender roles, because I cannot believe how disrespectful men are towards women. It's like if a woman makes more money, I'm talking about older women. I ain't talking about our age. Okay. If an older woman makes more money than, than her partner, then it's like she's a sugar mama. Like Candy and Todd, for example. Candy, I think when her and Todd got together, she was like worth $35 million or something. And Todd was making six figures. And her mom, like for well, Housewives of Atlanta for like two or three seasons, Candy's mm. storyline was they were calling her sugar mama. And Candy is like, that's not who I am. That's not my character. Todd does well. And even now, they five, six years married now. And he's sitting up telling Candy, I have to keep up with you because the world is going to feel like I'm a bum. The world is going to think this. What does that mean? What does that mean? I have, I don't, I don't speak this language of insecure. What does that mean? Why does it matter? You knew when you got with me that I had X amount of money. So why are you still crying about the same? I I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. 
for some people they think they can handle it until the pressures and reality set in like oh oh you you really make way more money than me but why is that such an issue for me i need to get a man on here so we can talk about that because what is the problem with a woman making six seven or eight figures what's the problem me as a woman, I don't see no problem. I'm going to make however much money I want to make, and that's just going to be that. However, I I can empathize from a male perspective that, you know, generally speaking, the male is supposed to be the breadwinner. He's supposed to be the provider of the household. And if his woman is making way more money than him, then is he really doing his job as a man? Oh Lord, well we are out of time. I wish I could go on. I could go on about this all day and just <laughs> drag men for a field. This is not a man bashing channel, by the way. No, it's, it's not. It's just you know, it. it's not meant to bash anybody. It's just meant to be to be real. You know, to be upfront. What is the problem uh, with with um, if you have a job? I feel like you're not. You're not a bum. You're not bumming it. You're not a a, a, a leech, you know, unless y'all have that agreement. You know, yeah. if, you, if you have an agreement where you want to stay home, that's cool. Y'all can afford it. Good for you. You know, whatever. But it's, what is, what's the issue, y'all? Somebody DM me, tweet me. I don't even use Twitter. Somebody DM me on Instagram and let me know what the issue is. You know, somebody give me some male perspective and I, next time, hopefully, I can get one of my male friends on here to talk about it in a non-female bashing way. Please, please don't piss please. the ladies off now. Don't don't piss the ladies off because I'm sharing everybody's social media, and you will get dragged. Ooh. Don't do the bashing. This is not a bashing channel. So, all right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. As always, we will catch you next time.